What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Panda Barrett Edition, Convincing Creatives. We're excited to have you. Today, we have another member of our cast here on the show today. Dana McBride is joining us later in the show for a quick little interview to talk about Panda Barrett and her role as the character of Tiffany. Now, Tiffany is an interesting character who comes in early in the film. She's in the first act, and she has a very interesting scene with our main character, Camus, because Camus's grandmother in the film invites Tiffany to come over and she's like a family friend. And she basically tries to set up a blind date with Camus and her, and it just goes completely wrong. You know, Tiffany and Camus both feel awkward. It's just a slightly cringy, but also funny and sort of sad scene at the same time. There's a lot going on. Um, and both Dana and Camus did an incredible job with the scene because they played all those emotions um, of which there is a wide range to go through, right? Comedy, drama, sadness because basically Dana's character understands that uh, Camus is going through something and you know she's trying to be friendly but also does not know what to do because she doesn't really know him like that and know what to do and I think it's sort of representation in a way of the way that society sometimes will like throw something at a problem to see if it helps you know a little band-aid if you will Um, and a lot of times it's just completely the wrong call which it obviously is in the scene Um, but Dana's going to join us Dana is an actress here in the North Carolina area she's appeared in over 20 different films and we're very excited to talk to her a little bit about her process with the role of Tiffany but also just the greater conversation of you know acting here in North Carolina and acting in general you know what is the process how do you get into character and everything like that so we're going to have that interview coming up right now we're talking to Dana McBride on Panda Barrett edition of Convincing creatives. Thanks for watching y'all. Welcome to the show, Dana. Thank you. Thank you for letting me be a part of this and thank you for having me. Um, Let's talk a little bit about how you got into acting. I know you've done uh, a number of films here in North Carolina. Could you talk a little Mm -hmm. bit about kind of how did you get your start into it all? Um, I was about seven. My mom got me into acting um she put me in a lot of uh like acting classes and workshops and ever since then i've been doing it and professionally i've been doing it since 2008 uh 2008 so um i've been doing it professionally since then and i love acting i that's that's what i love to do um i hate that we can't do it as much right now but (laughs) yeah hopefully soon we will yeah, and this one, Panda Barrett, I'm just excited yeah. uh, when it comes out this fall, so I'm excited. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what is it about that um that excitement in acting that you kind of are able to connect to? Because I know every role is different, every character is mm-hmm. different. Um, you know, some roles are you know more dramatic, some are more comedic. Like, how do you balance and find roles that uh, click with you? Well, I start with something that that similar to me. Yeah. Um, I know Tiffany was similar to me. Um, She was very like me. Um, After you told me what the the backstory was, I I identified with her. But um, other ones, I, you know, I find ones that that I know that I could fit well. You know, stepping into something that that I know that I can't be in real life. Um, But there is still some me in these characters, but I just like being something different. And I've had the chance to be, you know, something, you know, with horror films, screaming. I love to scream. So I did that. Um, 
I need to find something that I know I want to check off my list, my um, acting bucket list, I guess. Um, I want to be a villain, so I haven't tackled that yet. <laughs> so I'm ready to become a villain. Nice. Um, but I'm not like that in real life, though. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the fun of I'm acting. Is you get to mix that's it up. And, yeah. Yeah, do exactly. different things. Yeah. Well, another question I've asked this to a couple of the other cast who've been on different episodes of the season. Um, mm-hmm. What is it about acting specifically in North Carolina that you enjoy? You know, it's not, you know, New York or LA or Atlanta, but it does have its own feel and it has its own flavor. What is it that you enjoy the most about kind of working here, uh, you know, at home, so to speak? It's um, the scenes, the scenery, yeah. um, the downtowns. Uh, I mean, it's not like, like you said, New York, but we have our own u- unique downtowns and unique, we have mountains, we have oceans. It's interesting. Like, that's why I like to work here and, you know, make my movies here is like yeah. people, you know, just are willing to do different things. You know, there's not like a sense of like, oh, I've done this. So now I'm too big for everyone. Like, I think everyone's mm-hmm. just very willing to collaborate, very friendly. And like you said, you know, it would be a very long production day, but you could, in theory, film at the beach and then go and film at the mm-hmm. mountains by the end of the day. It would take, you know, mm-hmm. several hours to get there, but, you know, it is possible. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting just to have that geography and that kind of um you know visuals at your disposal when you're making a project. Um, and you did you did hit um like you did say something about you know the hospitality and everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody is so welcoming, um, and everybody is willing to collaborate with each other. Um, I've met a lot of people uh, from you know Facebook who are willing to collaborate with each other. And that's what's so great about our film community here in North Carolina. We're all just willing to do something together. And um, even like little shops help us out. You know, that you never, I don't know how it is in New York or LA to work there, but you know, here is people are willing to help out. So I enjoy that. And um I enjoy that experience and enjoy the the hospitality of everything. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's interesting because we had that happen with two or three of our locations, you know, in Panda Barrett. I've had that happen mm -hmm. with my first film, Son of Clowns. I mean, people just really opened up their business, their homes, Mm -hmm. you know, just to come let us, you know, film for a few hours. And, you know, sometimes we have budget, sometimes we don't. But I think a lot of times people, you know, just want to see that representation of like, oh, wow, I go get a coffee there every morning. It's cool to see it you know, in our community and on a film. And so, yeah, Yeah. I think that's, that's what's interesting about working here. Um, So speaking of working here, obviously we shot Panda Barrett here. And Mm -hmm. another, you know, aspect of that is you're in the film in the role of Tiffany. Um, So, you know, Tiffany's character, I I did it in the intro a little bit, kind of explain, explain the premise, but she kind of comes into Camus's life early in the film while he's dealing with a lot Um, You know, he's just lost his girlfriend. And so his grandmother thinks she knows what to do, but it kind of backfires and it's kind of an awkward interaction. Um, And, you know, your character is picking up on that. You're, you're really there more as like a friend and Camus just is like, well, my grandma tried to set us up. So Mm -hmm. it's awkward. And I'm just going to, you know, not even try to be nice or anything. Um, Could you talk a little bit about like how you prepped for that? It, It was, it was funny, but it was also a sad scene at the same time. Um, could you just walk us through that a little? It was more like I prepared myself. I remember thinking about something in high school. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like an awkwardness. I felt like I'm not supposed to be here. 
You know, yeah. why am I here? He doesn't care about me. Um, and so I just thought about that. I was like, this is like I was in high school, you know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> how I was so awkward in high school and, and how people didn't want to be around me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to play around with it and make sure it like it comes across like I was in high school. So um, that's how I prepped. I kind of put my mindset to when I was back, like in six, mm-hmm. like 16 years old, when I try to, you know, be around my crush and my crush didn't like me. And, you know, you try to do your best to get yeah. him to like you, but he doesn't like you. He doesn't want to open up to you. So right. it was like, yeah, that's, that's the, that's the mentality that I was trying to get the, the mindset of um, Tiffany. Yeah. And I think it, it went well. Um, yeah. I think it went really well with that. Um, um, so, cause I really felt deep down after he said, um, no, nah, I'm just going to look at the traffic or something like that. That's what mm-hmm. he said. I think that's why I was like, um, yeah, he's telling me to go, go away, go away. Yeah. I don't want you. Well, what's so. interesting too, is like, you did play the role, like, cause I, the way that I kind of envisioned it, uh, was exactly how y'all played it together. And you, you both had really great chemistry with the role. And mm-hmm. I think the thing that worked well was like, you approached it of like, you know, maybe maybe something romantic will happen, maybe it won't, but you were really mm-hmm. there to be friendly because you're like a family friend. And then the grandma's like, all right, come on, let's make this happen. Let's let their, you know, Cupid's arrow fly or something. And then mm-hmm. Camus is the whole time just like not even giving it 1% of effort. Um, Cause you know, he's very depressed and dealing with so much. And then you are aware of what he's dealing with. So you're like, Hey, look, let's just drop all this, like, you know, pretense, like, you know, let's just yeah. be friends. Do you need someone to talk to? And then he's just like, shuts it down completely. Like you said, without lying about looking at the highway. Um, you know, I think it's like, it kind of comes back to that. Uh, I don't know what the phrase is. It's like, you know, you can't really help someone if they don't want to help themselves at the help end of the themselves. day. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's the thing you only can do but so much. Um, you know, how did you kind of deal with that? Because I know we've all found that at different points in our life. And, um, you know, like you said, it was almost like you're not supposed to be here because it's this other person's thing they're dealing with. And you yeah. can only do, you know, but so much. Like, how did you kind of prepare for that? Because there's just a whole range of acting that happened just in that short scene. I think that's just really interesting. It felt like you want to cry all at the same time, like you're, you want to cry. You're like saying, well, is this person going to, you know, yeah. is he going to, you know, communicate with me? And, you know, is, does he, like you said, you know, willing to help out, but you know, if he doesn't want the help, then what's the point? Right. And I felt like the character, you know, probably, you know, deep down she was very hurt. And she wanted to cry. She got angry. I would think that, you know, all the, the emotions start running in her head. Anger, you know, being sad, you know, being scared. Why, you know, leaving him mm-hmm. by himself and he, he's, you know, dealing what he's dealing with. You know, you were like thinking, is he going to do what he's going to do to himself? What What is the next thing? So you yeah. try to get a friend to, you know, and and that's why I said this is kind of like real life because, yeah. I do tend to um, give people my, my ears. <laughs> yeah. I, if you, if you have a problem, I'm always here to listen and I can't give out good advice, but I'm always here to listen and be a friend. 
So with him, with his character, he was shutting me down. And that kind of made it like, okay, he doesn't want the help. He doesn't want mm-hmm. her to be around him. So it, I think there were so many emotions in that character at the end um, of that scene of, you know, should I cry? Should I get mad? You know, should mm-hmm. I just run away and just hide and never talk to him again? So, yeah, um, yeah. You know, it was like a lot of range of emotions. It really was. And then there was also that aspect of like just the awkward comedy too. It's like, it's like mm-hmm. so interesting how there was the drama, but also the comedy of the scene and they were like going on simultaneously. And that's what <laughs> I, I found really successful about it. Um, and it is a pivotal scene because like that scene kind of lets you take the temperature of where Camus is at mentally. So mm-hmm. then you have the whole rest of the film. You're like, okay, wow. He, because of that, you know, he's not going to be receptive to most of what anyone's going to say to him or offer him. So he really has to go through, um, you know, all the stuff he goes through in the second and third act of the film um, to really change because you know that that friendly type of change wasn't going to be the thing to help him. He kind of had to almost go through that like school of hard knocks, so to speak, Mm -hmm. to figure it out for Mm -hmm. himself. Yeah. Um, well, that's, yeah, that's really interesting. It's always interesting to hear the process of like how you prepped for it and like kind of brought that, you know, personality to the role. Um, going forward, uh, what, what kind of roles do you hope to play? I know you talked a little bit about like, you know, a villain and something that's a little bit different. Um, but like, if you had to craft the perfect role for yourself, what would you pick? Superhero. Superhero. Okay. Uh, Yes. I think now with all Marvel and then, yeah uh what is it the boys yeah i just started season two of that that shows crazy i have not i know uh i think i'm we haven't even watched the uh yeah. we've watched season one but we have yeah. not watched the first episode of season two so we're gonna do that this weekend but yeah. um everything is superhero now right. and i would love to be a superhero yeah. um i think everybody everybody wants to be a superhero who doesn't now. want superpowers yeah i know <laughs> Um, I don't know what my superpower would be, uh, because there again, I would be awkward. It would be an awkward superhero, um, <laughs> because I am full of awkwardness. So maybe the awkward superhero, but there's no power to it. But um, <laughs> we haven't seen it before, so you know, yeah, yeah, never haven't seen it yet. So maybe I could work with that. But um, yeah, I would, especially with going on now in the world, yeah. you we would like to have a superhero, you know, something 100%. positive. Yeah. And um, it's just, that's one of my, my perfect mm-hmm. roles that I want. Cool. Um, besides yeah. a villain. Besides so. a villain. So superhero and supervillain. Well, and super- that's, hey, yeah. I was going to say you could do one of each. Um, each. Well, I feel like that's, what's interesting about that show. Uh, the boys on Amazon is like, it does, talk about both it like you know Mm -hmm. the the heroes are sometimes the villains and you don't even think about it because they show you know the public facing side but then there's the like private side of what they do and i I feel like that shows just an interesting satire of like turning the whole superhero genre on its head and like changing what you would expect to happen on a superhero type of thing which i think keeps it interesting because you know we have seen so many superhero movies yeah um over the years so it's like how do you keep it fresh so i feel like that show you know, it, it does some interesting things and it tries some interesting, uh, you know, avenues with that. So yeah, that's good to right. know. Yeah. I'll let you know if I, end, if I, uh, end up doing anything superhero. Yes, I would maybe, maybe Disney like will give us that. a call. Yeah. 
well, we could knows? do something. Yeah, who knows? Who yeah. knows what might happen? But yeah, I'm down for it. if you have something that's you know a, a superhero. I am down for that. And that's good. You know, I would like to do my own stunts one day. Um, cool. I know I'm getting older and my bones are not like it used to be in my you know my younger days, but I would love to do some um, stunts as well. So. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> well, if folks out there um, want to keep up with what you're doing, what's the best way for them to, you know, contact you, watch your works, kind of do all that stuff? Um, I have an actor's page on Facebook. It's Dana okay. McBride Actors Page. Um, I have Instagram. Um, is Dana underscore Willa. Because uh, my maiden name. <laughs> Gotcha. You could type up Dana McBride and it comes up too. Cool. There's probably a thousand of them, but um, you could always, you know, do Dana Willa, yeah. Dana underscore Willa. Um, I'm not on Twitter that much anymore, but um, I do have a Twitter page. I'm trying to remember what it is. See, that's why I haven't, I haven't <laughs> been on Twitter for a long time. So. Well, I have the opposite issue. I am on Twitter far too much. So <laughs> maybe um. <laughs> finding the middle ground is the way to go. But yeah, um, I will include all that stuff in the uh, description so folks can check out your work and kind of get a sense of yeah. what you're doing out there in the acting world. Um, and then also, y'all, if you're listening, you can always follow the Panda Barrett accounts at Panda Barrett Film on Twitter and uh, Instagram. And then we also have a Facebook page if you just search panda barrett um it should pop up and then a friendly reminder we are on amazon prime this fall yeah so i do appreciate you um giving me the chance to be tiffany and and to be a part of of panda barrett and and your world and your journey um so it's 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 been a blessing and, and also it's awesome experience so yeah i do thank you and appreciate you for that likewise yeah thank you for joining the uh the panda bear circus so to speak and keeping up <laughs> with all the things we're doing and uh yeah it's, it's been awesome to like conversate with everyone from the film and kind of share yeah. um you know their journey and experience with everyone in uh the podcast and panda barrett you know audience and so awesome to, to see and hear so yeah cool so, cool well yeah. thank you again yeah well thanks again for being on the show and thank if y'all are you. listening yeah definitely keep up with what she's doing and also check us out on itunes convincing creative we have many more episodes with other folks from panda barrett to try to keep everyone creative in 2020 so thanks y'all for listening